Let's begin by looking at a key scripture for this morning's lesson. It's found in Ephesians 2, verses 19 and 20. Here Paul speaks. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. Let's take a moment to pray. Dear dear Father, I thank you so very much for this opportunity to share with these folk today. And God, I pray that you will be with me and help me as I bring forth this message. God, again, you planned for your church in the very beginning. And God, I pray that you'll help us in the Paxton Church of Christ to be the church that you want us to be. And so guide us this morning as we learn, or maybe as we relearn, uh, these truths. Just bless us and be with us. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Vince Lombardi was a legendary coach of the Green Bay Packers for nine seasons, from 1958 to 1968. During his early days of coaching, his team played an especially terrible game one Sunday. And so Coach Lombardi announced a full practice the next day with full gear, which was usually not the case. It was usually a day off on Monday. Before the practice, he looked at these grown men who had played football over half of their lives. These guys probably knew their game and their plays better than their kids' names. But Coach Lombardi stood there with a football in his hand and said, Gentlemen, you played lousy yesterday. Today, it's back to the basics. Men, this is a football. That's exactly what we want to do in this new study. We want to go back to the basics. And it isn't because we've lost any game. It's because it's important for all of us to know the basics about our church and the basics of what Christianity is all about. For many of you who have been members of the Paxton Church of Christ for a long time, much of what I'm going to say today is simply review. I mean, some of you could teach this material as easy as me. However, for others, there'll there'll be some things new. Our goal is that all of us would understand these basics in order that we might get excited about being part of our congregation and a part of its ministry. I I really believe there is something special about our church, something special worth getting excited about. Specifically this morning, we, we want to look back to the future. We want to look back at our church's heritage. We, we want to look at our church's foundation, realizing that we need both of those in order to make a difference for God in, in the future. First, let's look back at our church's heritage. It was back in 1884 when a group of leaders from the Mount Olive Christian Church, which, which met south of Clarence, had this dream This dream of starting a new congregation in the town of Paxton. Paxton was a growing community at that time, and these church leaders thought that Paxton needed a church. 
And so a church was started. It first met on the second floor of the Lawrence Hall on South Market Street. But then property was bought on East Center Street. A church building was built, and the first service in that building was September 6, 1885. In the years that followed, as the church grew, that building, that church building, was added to repeatedly. And finally, in 1965, this ground here on West Ottawa Road was purchased. A new church building was built, and the first service in this building what was on March the 30th, 1969. And some of you who are here this morning, and some of you may be listening on the radio, were a part of that building project and a part of that service. It is because of you and many other faithful believers through the years that the Paxton Church of Christ is here today. They, they were men and women who wanted to simply follow the teaching of Scripture. See, our church's historical roots go back to a Christian movement known as the Restoration Movement. It was the goal of this movement to simply restore the biblical principles and practices of the early church. And that's exactly what we still want to do in our congregation today. We simply want to follow the Bible, its principles and its practices. There were some great slogans in the early day of the Restoration Movement, and these slogans kind of summarize some of our basic beliefs. For, for example, one of the slogans, we are not the only Christians, but Christians only. Uh, another, where, where the Bible speaks, we speak. Where the Bible is silent, we, we're silent. Uh, another, we have no book but the Bible no creed but Christ, and no name but the divine name, Christian. And then one last. In doctrine, unity. In opinion, liberty. And in all things, love. Well, let's spend some time looking at that last slogan and its three parts. First of all, in doctrine. Where, where the Bible speaks clearly, we must have Unity. I mean, the Apostle Paul calls us to that kind of unity in Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. So in those areas... People where the Bible speaks clearly, where the teachings of Scripture are, are clear. We need to be united. But in those areas of opinion, where, where the Bible does not speak clearly, we, we must provide liberty. While, while some things in the Scripture are perfectly clear and easy to understand, some things in the Bible are not clear and are difficult to understand. For example, in the first century, the Christians couldn't agree on whether God would want them to eat meat that had been offered to idols. That was most of the meat that was sold in the first century IGA. And so the early Christians agreed to disagree. Just, just listen to what Paul taught, Romans 4, 
verses 1 through 3. Accept Christians who are weak in faith. And don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it is all right to eat anything. But another person who, is sens- who has a sensitive conscience will eat only vegetables. Those who think it is all right to eat must not look down on those who don't. And those who won't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do. For God has accepted them. Paul is telling us that we should accept each other and accept each other's opinions. There are just some things that we will disagree about. There are simply some teachings of Scripture are not clear, and we must learn not to argue about these issues, but to love and to respect each other and each other's opinions. And the most important part of that slogan is the last. In all things, we must show love. The one quality that we must reflect above all others is love. Here's what the Apostle Paul said in the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, 2. I I may have the gift of prophecy. I may understand all the secret things of God and have all knowledge. And I may have faith so so great I can move mountains. But even with all of these, if I do not have love, then I am nothing. What what God cares about more than our faith, more than our understanding, more than our giftedness, more than our knowledge, is that we love each other. And that is exactly the kind of church we are striving to be, a church that is united in biblical teaching, a church that is united in what the Scripture teaches clearly. We also want to be a church that is, stri- that is striving to accept each other's opinions. Again, there are some areas of Scripture not clear, and we need to accept each other's opinion. But we need to be a church where in spite of our differences, we love each other. In doctrine, unity. In opinion, liberty. In all things, love. And one more thing about our church's heritage before I leave that topic. Though the Paxton Church of Christ has a long, rich history, our church, our church wants to help people and families today. Our our focus must not be on the past, though we certainly appreciate those who have brought us to this point. It's that our focus needs to be on the present and on the future. And so our emphasis is upon practical, biblical teaching, convinced that Jesus, his word and spirit, will forever change people's lives today and into the future. Now now let's look at our church's foundation. A building is only as solid as its foundation. And in the same way, a church is only as strong as its spiritual foundation. The Paxton Church of Christ is built upon two foundations, the truth of the Bible and the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look again at the Apostle Paul's words, Ephesians 2, verses 19 and 20. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, 
but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. According to Paul, the church's foundation is the apostles and prophets, the Old and New Testament, and the church's cornerstone. That that, that is set first, and everything built upon is the Lord Jesus Christ. And our congregation is built upon those same two truths. The first truth, we are convinced that the Bible is the Word of God. This book is not just a religious book written by men. We're convinced that the Bible is the Word of God, and though it was written by men, it came from God. Paul said it this way in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The apostle Peter echoed that same teaching in 2 Peter 1, verses 20 and 21. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now now quickly, let me suggest to you four reasons for believing the Bible's the word of God. I could say much more than that. But number one is the unity of its message. Though the Bible was written by more than 40 different men over a period of at least 1,800 years, It has one central message, the salvation of mankind through Jesus Christ. Number two is the fulfillment of prophecy. The scripture records hundreds of predictions that have been fulfilled. Number three, the accuracy of its facts. The the Bible teaches some facts centuries before they were ever discovered by any person, like life is in the blood, are the roundness of our planet. And number four, the influence of its teaching. The Bible is still the number one bestseller and it is changing lives today, changing lives around the world. And so for these reasons and other, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, Because we believe that the scriptures are the word of God, we should use the Bible as the guide for our lives and our church. If the Bible was just an ordinary book, you could choose whether to believe it and follow it. But if you are convinced the Bible is the actual word of God, you have no choice but to believe it and follow it. We we need to look at life and life's decisions through the lenses of Scripture. What should matter most to us as disciples of Jesus is what does the Scripture say? What what does God say? The Bible is our solid foundation for our lives and and for our world. The, the, The Bible is a solid foundation when our lives and our world are falling apart.
That's the first truth. The second truth is that we are convinced that Jesus is the Son of God. One, One day in Matthew 16, Jesus asked his disciples exactly who they believed him to be. Look at Matthew 16, verses 15 through 18. But what about you, he asked. Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Haiti will not overcome it. The Paxton Church of Christ is built upon that rock. It is built upon Peter's confession that Jesus is the Christ. He's the promised Messiah. He is the Son of the living God. Again, let me suggest five reasons for believing Jesus is the Son of God. And there are certainly others. Number one is the testimony of Jesus, or the testimony of God. Twice, according to the Bible, God himself spoke from heaven and said that Jesus was his son. Once at his baptism and again when he was transfigured before three of his disciples. Number two, all the miracles of Jesus. I mean, each miracle that Jesus did is is evidence that that he was divine. He, He was God's son. Number three, the fulfillment of prophecy. During Jesus' lifetime, he fulfilled more than a hundred Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah. From his miraculous birth to his perfect life, from his sacrificial death to his glorious resurrection. And that's number four, the resurrection of Jesus. You take every other religion in the world and their leaders have died. But our leader died, he was buried, and rose again. And then number five, most important, a personal encounter with Jesus. I mean, I believe the only way that people will ever be truly convinced that Jesus is the Son of God is when they develop a personal relationship with him. I I could give you more reasons this morning but, but I'm convinced, and I hope you're convinced, that Jesus is the Son of God. Therefore, because we believe Jesus is the Son of God, we should honor Jesus as Lord of our lives and Lord of our church. If Jesus was just an ordinary man, or, or just a religious leader, you, you, you could choose. You could choose whether to honor him and follow him. But, but if you are convinced, if you're convinced that he is the very son of God, you have no choice but to honor him and follow him. He is the Lord of your life. And people, he is the Lord of the church. Our church. That, that means when we look at life, and we look at life's choices, we do that differently. 
We, we look through the lenses of the lordship of Christ. He is Lord. We are his servants. He is king. And we are his subjects. We can't look at the world or life like everyone else. We look through the glasses of God's word. And we look through the glasses of the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Paxton Church of Christ was founded over 135 years ago, it was founded on the same foundations that the early church was founded upon. It was founded upon the truths that the Bible is the Word of God and Jesus is the Son of God. And today we continue to stand on that same foundation. These foundations have held up the church for the last 2,000 years and they will hold up the church until Jesus comes again. And I begin to believe in these troubled times. With with again, the the pandemic again uh, seems to be on the increase. Certainly the racial unrest is at the increase. There's a lot to be concerned about in our world. People, there's only one sure foundation that will help you through the storms of life. It is the foundation of God's word and God's son. As we close, let let me give you some practical application. I'd I'd like to suggest three things I think we need to do as as a result of this morning's message. Number one. Decide whether you genuinely genuinely believe the Bible is the Word of God and Jesus is the Son of God. I I, I want you to just decide for yourself, do you genuinely believe those things? I mean, do you believe the Bible is just not an ordinary book, but it's actually God's Word. It's actually God's broken Word, His breathed Word to us. And do you believe that Jesus is just not an ordinary man? So I, I believe those things. Our, our church is built upon those things. And, and so I, I challenge you this morning. I, I challenge you this morning. If, if you have doubts about either one of those, I just challenge you to study it out. And I'd also let you know that we'll do everything we can as a church body to help you answer those questions about God's word and God's son. But then second, if you genuinely believe that the Bible is the word of God, then use it as the guide for your life and your decisions. People, this is so needed in our world. It's not enough for us to come together and study the word of God. It is not enough for us to discuss the scriptures. I mean, if it's God's word, if it's God's message, if it has God's principles, then we need to live out those principles. Do you all get that? (laughs) Those, Those are glasses we need to look at life through. What the word says, what God says in his word. And then number three, if you genuinely believe that Jesus is the son of God, then honor him as Lord of your life and your decisions. If Jesus 
is not Lord of all. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. If that's where you're at this morning. But if Jesus is Lord, if he's Lord of your life, then he needs to be Lord of all. Again, he is king. We're his subjects. He is Lord. We're his servants. We're not here to accomplish our will. We're not here to do our thing. We are here to do his thing. In our service this morning, we're going to be singing the song, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Have Thine Own Way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. People, we need to be clay in God's hands and letting him mold us through his word and through his son. Let's close in prayer. Dear dear Father, I thank you so very much for this chance to share. And God, I pray that we'll not just be hearers of your word, but doers. God, I pray for those who have questions about the Bible and have questions about your son Jesus. And I pray today that they will seek answers to their questions. Because life and eternity hang in the balance of how you answer those questions. I also pray for us who are believers today that again we will live out your word and we will be loyal to your son. We thank you so very much for the blessing that you've given us, the blessing of your church and specifically the blessing of the Paxton Church of Christ. And God help us to be the kind of church that you want us to be. Help us to be the kind of Christians that you need us to be. God, I pray you're working among us. Work in us that you might work through us. It's in Jesus' holy name that we pray. Amen. We want to thank you for listening this morning. And again, as always, we just pray God's blessing upon you. And again, if there's some way that that we can minister to you. Please let us know. I mean, please contact us at the church phone number. Again, it's uh, 217-379-4443. Or again, contact through through our uh, website, paxtonchurchofchrist.org. We'll be glad to help you in any way that we can. Again, we pray God's blessing upon you. We look forward to sharing with you uh, next Sunday.